hello. Welcome back to Where Are We Growing? Where are we growing? Hey, Brandon with the little jingle. I love it. Um, we're back and we're talking about stuff. We have a very special episode ready for you guys. <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, what's our topic, Brandon? Our topic is being a neurodivergent plant parent mm-hmm. or plant daddy in my case. Yeah. <laughs> plant mama, plant daddy, plant parent, whatever you are. Um, yes. Neurodivergent plant parents. <clears throat> I didn't clear my, we didn't do our like throat clearing. Oh yeah. We usually this. do a like ceremonious throat clearing. So. Yeah. Like a really ugly, like <laughs> before we start, but we just jumped right in. So we're just going to sound nasty the whole time. It's okay. Oh. Just bear with us. Um, well, it's kind of like, I mean, not a new term, I wouldn't say, but let's kind of define what does neurodivergent mean? Like, people are like, what are you talking about? It, 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 I think it's a newer thing to be in the cognizant mind. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's supposed to encompass mainly um, people with ADHD and um, people who are autistic. I think sometimes they will lump in like CPTSD and stuff, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes like... OCD sometimes people will be in there but also like a lot of people are overlapping some of these disorders or whatever you want to call them comorbid yeah they can be comorbid um so yeah and if you're in that group sometimes it can be uh, kind of interesting going through life welcome to the club baby yeah especially when um (laughs) we're gonna dive into a little bit but um especially since a lot of people within the last like year or two are figuring out that they are neurodivergent or that they're just they have adhd or whatever they're getting the final diagnosis (laughs) yeah and they finally get i don't even know if i'm technically because i'm on my adhd medication i don't know if they actually type technically diagnosed me with it but they were like okay cool let's just keep this going yeah she keeps giving me the meds so well let's (laughs) let's start out by Mm -hmm. explaining our own Mm -hmm. journeys so what when when did you first find out what was your aha moment when were you diagnosed you know what's kind of funny and i have to admit like i was one of those people that was like oh my god people talk about adhd way too much like everyone claims they have adhd like is it even a real thing because people write books about like what's with all these diagnoses why is everyone have adhd what is all this because they just slap on these like labels mainly for kids it's really a lot of the research out there is still done on like young men and uh, not even young men just yeah. young male children yeah young children and it's really tough especially like it's really um common for females to be diagnosed later and just if you're not male in general but also like if you don't fit that criteria or maybe your parents weren't paying attention close enough like i don't know because a lot of parents would be like i don't know you're just quirky that's just like who Mm -hmm. you are like whatever like they don't think too much like there's nothing wrong with it um so if your parents were never alerted to like oh something's up with my kid then they just didn't do anything i guess but um I don't know. I feel like like a lot of people recently, like I've just been learning a lot more on TikTok and I also learned a lot more about just ADHD in general when I was psychology major, which I'm not anymore. I'm not in school anymore. School is not for me. Probably because I'm neurodivergent. It wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> I barely made it through. <laughs> I it was really funny because it was really peculiar how I like barely passed high school, but then when I graduated from St. Cloud State, I graduated with honors. I'm like, and I was I, the opposite. Yeah. I'm like, how do I graduate with honors in college, but I barely passed high school? Oh, because 
I um, was doing all these classes online and I figured out, I don't know how I did it, but it did work for me because I was able to be at home and I didn't have to think about the social anxiety part Mm. of going in and like just being able to do what I need to do and having clear deadlines still. Um, but just being able to do it on my own time and being able to watch thing, watch the lectures on my own time, um, was really helpful. But anyways, um, when did you start thinking about maybe I have ADHD? Well, I didn't really think about it until I was, well, I think like towards the end of my college experience. So I must have been like 23, 24. And or, no, I, that would have been after college. So 21, 22, maybe. Mm-hmm. And because in high school and before that, I was always smart. But they were always like, "Oh, you make stupid mistakes. Oh, you you could you could be you could really do you a lot if you just try harder. Apply yourself. Just, yeah, apply yourself. If I had a dime for every time I said someone said apply yourself to me, <laughs> I, oh my God, I'd be a I'd billionaire. Be yeah. I'd have Jeff Bezos beat. Oh, you have so much potential. Branded. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, fuck the potential. Oh my God. Like constantly, <laughs> constantly, constantly. But. I did live in a constant fear, like, my parents, like, were, they really wanted us to succeed, especially me as the mm-hmm. oldest child, so, like, I had, like, a very high... I did not high, know you were the oldest. I had a very high uh, expectation set, and I was very afraid to not meet that expectation, mm-hmm. so I think that's why I was able to... You're like, I'm just gonna, like, panic, panic attack through it all? Like, the first time I ever realized something was probably wrong was first grade when I learned math. And, like, the way the teacher taught me, I had to, like, completely figure out my own way of doing math, which I still, to this day, do a weird version of math that no one understands. You get to the right answer, but it's your way of getting there. Exactly. And so, at the time, it let me get to, like, a higher level of math than the other first graders, because I, like, figured out a hack to math, I guess. And so I was able to do, like, multiplication when I was only learning addition subtraction mm-hmm. stuff like that so my teacher was like oh my gosh she's so smart mm-hmm. love you mrs bork if you're listening but <laughs> uh it definitely was me having adhd undiagnosed and finding my own pathway to do things like basically making the world work for me mm-hmm. and so like through elementary school high school middle school i was able Isn't to that like what we've been doing just trying to make the world work for us and i didn't realize i was doing that yeah. i thought i was just like oh like, yeah i'm everyone like everyone does this i'm figuring things i'm good like we're all good here but no i was not good things were not good in the hood i was ill <laughs> And so it took me until college when there's so much less structure. So when there's more structure and like constant little activities, they were Mm -hmm. just like shots of dopamine, finishing this worksheet, shot of dopamine. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to kind of just do my little work and get it done. It was whatever. But then when I got to college, when there's literally no deadline, well, I mean, there's deadlines, but there's no structure. Like you're just taking notes. You can do it if you want to, but if you don't, there's really not a lot of consequences. And that's what's scary. Like I couldn't sit because I I only had one island class, which I did fail. (laughs) I had two. I failed them both. (laughs) But (laughs) um, I couldn't sit in a lecture. I'm like sitting there tapping my foot, doing my thing, like. The thought of like people having like several hour long lectures and stuff. Oh yeah, I I had a couple three hour nightmare, absolute Um, nightmare. I would dread or like people who have like two hour long labs and stuff. Like I never had these super long classes. Like even a ninety minute class to me was like agony. 
Oh, yeah. Horrifying. I had to, I think, retake uh, writing at Eau Claire because we went to the same school, but not at the same time. For I got in a test know. program where we only had 750 word papers. We had micro papers every week. What the hell? And it was the best thing of I my life. I hated papers. I didn't like, write a single. I can write a paper. Obviously, like I can do a good paper. I got really good grades with my papers, too, which like. That's why like, I was I, a really good writer too. Yeah, I'm like I hate test taking, but like I can write a damn paper. But obviously, with our brains, like I would wait till the last minute, and the dread of this paper would just be on my mind for weeks, and I would be paralyzed and wouldn't be able oh, yeah. to start it. College like, was a nightmare, a procrastination nightmare. Mm-hmm. I barely barely passed. I got like a two point seven nine, oh, yeah. I think. <laughs> if you're an employer listening to this, no, I got a four <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so then after college, I like graduated and I had my first desk job and I couldn't, I sat and watched YouTube videos all day, <laughs> you all just day, YouTube eight hours, day. eight hours of watching YouTube videos. I was in an office of five people. We were all very close quarters and I literally just watched YouTube all day <laughs> and then I'd like pound out what I need to do and just be done. Oh yeah. You would do like your whole work day in like the last 30 minutes. And, and I ever, I was like, why do I have to get up from my desk every hour and take a walk? Yeah. Why are these, how are these people sitting here? Just pounding like, away. And do you ever watch other people like as a, someone with ADHD or especially we, we went through our childhood or until now, just unmedicated it, raw dogging life. It's, but watching other people and seeing them not fidget it's wild like look at me i'm literally sitting here squeezing my thumbs we're we're, we're always moving which is like because we're in our wheelie chairs you know (laughs) we're both like i need a chair that moves (laughs) like if i'm sitting in a chair and it doesn't move at all or even bounce like i just feel like i'm sitting on concrete or it needs to be a big enough chair where i can like put my legs up behind my head (laughs) i need to contort my body in this chair i can't sit like a normal person (laughs) um but it is weird to think about like all the times where I knew I was a little bit different. Like, I don't know. And I didn't even realize I was different. I just was like oblivious. Slightly harder. Why does everyone make it look so easy? And like, executive dysfunction. Exactly. Like, it's it's absolutely wild. And then finally, once I graduated, I finally went to a doctor and I was like, hey, like, I have these focus issues. I have anxiety. Like, help me. He's like, oh, here's some pills for anxiety, depression. You're good. Here you go. And then he put me to a psychologist to get diagnosed for ADHD Mm -hmm. and I went through those horrifying tests where you sit at a computer and you're like click when you see the dot like just like constant it was five hours of horrifying testing and then I did not get diagnosed because he said my mom he interviewed my mom and blessed be her heart she knew what she was getting into but I don't know how they worded the questions anything Mm -hmm. like that but basically what he took from it is like you got good grades in elementary school and you your room was clean so you had you there's no way you have ADHD you're just very anxious and depressed and i was like oh okay cool Yay. cool 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 <laughs> and so that was like what 6 years ago now that was 2015 oh my god that was 7 years ago i could have been diagnosed 7 years ago i was a teenager oh my god anyway so now as a <laughs> 30 year old well i was 29 six months ago when Mm -hmm. i first went to my doctor with a notebook Mm -hmm. filled with pages of all these things wrong with Mm me and she was like oh my god this crazy asshole like (laughs) here's the thing i've so i watch a lot of people on tiki talk with adhd and stuff um people are really worried about not getting their diagnosis um because it is very uh it's recognized like self-diagnoses are recognized in this community because it can be really hard to get one 
Um, but That's, it's crazy. the hard part is is like you can't get the help you need without an official diagnosis. Yeah, um, especially because ADHD is considered disability um, in America, and if you want to be on disability or get anything from that or ask for accommodations having that diagnosis is really important. But anyways, um, bringing a binder, like if you have a whole like folder of stuff and like evidence and like, cause when I went to my first appointment, mm-hmm. I didn't. And when I tried to tell him all my symptoms, mm-hmm. I forgot them all. Yeah. Like they, no one comes with a binder full of stuff if they don't have it, you know, like it's just not something that people are like convincing themselves that they have if they don't have it. It's just like, I don't know. I I don't see neurotypical people um, relating so hard to it and not having it. Like if you are hearing, they like joke about it. Yeah, I'm like if you're hearing all of these um, like symptoms and you're like, that's me. I actually do. You probably do have it, you know. But it's like it, you're valid. Just that's basically my uh, yeah my soapbox that I'm on. And I think a big thing is like. ADHD is not like an indicator of intelligence. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Me, you can like, be so smart and have ADHD. Like, it's just how your brain works. Like, being an intelligent person, mm-hmm. I didn't really fully like believe it until I saw this TikTok where this person was like, a big thing with ADHD is like, you've coasted through life and everything seemed easy. And then there was just mm-hmm. a point where everything was impossible. Mm-hmm. And that was me. Like, I got through my younger years totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a special, what do they call that? A, gifted child gifted child that mm-hmm. i was in the gifted program mm-hmm. um and the only reason i succeeded at that is because we got to choose what we were interested in so i got to hyper focus on mm-hmm. whales yeah, i'm like i'm good at my hyper fixation i'm good <laughs> at my special interest um we haven't c- touched on plants yet but i wanted to get this out of the way um another part of the neurodivergent is um autism and that is one thing that I've for the last couple years have been kind of thinking that I would be autistic there's just something about it like reading about it it's mainly like the sensory problems um and that's why I have um restrictive food intake disorder like I'd rather starve than eat something that I don't like it's horrible and I always thought I was just a picky eater no, um, that's not normal. Like most people would like if they're hungry, they would take the food that's offered to them and not wait until they can eat something else way later. But anyways, um, hearing all this content on TikTok and like getting to know people who are autistic and like talk just like I do and look like me. It sounds weird, but like you think you have this idea of like what this person's supposed to look like or what autism looks like. And it's, it's huge. It's not even like, it's not really looked like looked on as a spectrum anymore because it's kind of more like a pie chart and you have some of these traits and not other ones. It's not really like you're on one, this side or the other. It's like very jumbled up. But anyways, um, they are coming out with a new DSM, um, in America, like our new, uh, well, DSMs worldwide. Yeah. Um, there's some people who like don't I feel like they don't recognize certain things in other places but well, yeah we're getting a new diagnostic manual and they are rewording the autism um section um okay so I have also struggled with this mm-hmm. I think I may also mm-hmm. <laughs> because genetically it is very likely because my mm-hmm. brother has autism mm-hmm. um and Okay, so I've taken the autism quotient assessment a few times, and mm-hmm. that is a clinically recognized tool. Mm-hmm. And self-diagnosis with autism is more accepted because there's 
nothing a doctor can do. Yeah, and there's a lot of bias around autism, too. And so I'm like, I would never go to a doctor and be like, hey, I think I have this. Like, there's Mm -hmm. just no point in that. Have you taken that test at all? I've taken so many online tests that are, like, scoring off the charts, like, yes, you're autistic. Um, But it's funny because in my first, because I've had the same, like, psychiatrist for the last, like, year now that I've been on medication. Um, When I first brought it up to her in our first session, she told me, like, five minutes in, like, well, you don't sound autistic. I'm like, well, people who are autistic don't sound a certain way. Like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, And it was funny because actually um, my last appointment with her I wanted to show up like unmasked and just talk how I talk and I was doing that and she was basically like what's wrong with you today are you okay and I'm like no I'm just talking to you like a normal person I'm not up speaking I'm not like trying to sound pleasant I'm just talking to you like how I normally talk you know and she's like oh my god are you all right (laughs) this is just how I am okay Gotta love it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. So if you feel like when you're going through life, it feels like a performance and not like natural, maybe you're autistic. One, one thing that I really relate to is someone was talking about on a podcast I listened to and they're like, masking is fine. And like you're at work and you have like your work mask. But if you're masking with every person, you're a different version of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's when you should start to question it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hate hyper focusing on like everything I'm doing around people and I'm like how are my hands what am I doing with my body right now and I'm horrible with eye contact and it's actually like I've been really insecure about that because everyone's always like well, as I was growing up like oh my god you need to make eye contact it's really polite I I, I, I struggle because my mom was very like pro eye contact mm-hmm. and there was a clerk at the grocery store that was like in my hometown and the one of the ladies who worked there like never like made zero eye like no effort for eye contact mm-hmm. like it wasn't like kind of diverting it was like literally not looking like at you. not even facing you and she always was like i don't understand it. it's so weird blah 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 and like just like made a big deal out of it mm-hmm. and so for me i was like i gotta make eye contact like mm-hmm. even like looking at you i'm like mm-hmm. i make eye contact but i mm-hmm. still am like have a level of uncomfortability mm-hmm. just weird yeah i'm like i don't feel like i need to stare at people I'm like, well, I'll check in with people. Like, I'm looking at you now. But... Like, I'm comfortable with you so yeah. I can, like, like this isn't, like, mm-hmm. hor- but, like, I've noticed, like, when I help people at work, yeah. I'm like. Yeah, you have to, like, I have to make sure I'm bra- not breaking eye contact. Otherwise, I'm going to look uninterested or well, something. Well, no, I don't look at them. I don't at all. I look at, I'm like, oh, your foundation looks great. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's why I'm bad at um, looking at people sometimes. Like, my mom, my mom and I will go by someone. And while I am very alert, she'll be like, oh, did you see that person's like, la da da da? I'm like, no, I don't look at people's faces. I did not see that. Like, I saw their body, but I did not look at their face. Like, I don't look at people's faces. Anyways, we should probably get into plant care. If you're still hanging on with us, we love you. You're probably here, <laughs> you're probably here to hear about the neurodivergent stuff. So oh my yeah. God, we're 20 minutes in. Yeah, Brandon. Jesus. <laughs> Well, here we go. <laughs> uh, well, let's dive into how um, ADHD and just neurodivergency, is that a word? I don't know, um, impacts plant care and just how we're doing the planty things. Because like you mentioned with the math, we kind of have to like relearn plant stuff. Like a lot of the, I feel like advice that's out there doesn't really apply to us. Oh, no. At all. 
I think that's why I started making TikToks is because yeah, the so- plant advice I was getting was like not at all clicking yeah, in my brain. Yeah, the plant advice wasn't helpful. Um, just with learning how to like water plants, how to tell if they need water, when to water. Like we, we don't do schedules, you know, it, it's like. What's a schedule? Yeah, it, we'll get to it. Other than what work it. gives you, like, I don't know. Yeah. Besides that. <laughs> I can't have a schedule at home for home things. It's just not who I am. I haven't touched my whiteboard that I got for myself. I was like, oh, I'm gonna... if you're listening to this, mom, I haven't filled out my whiteboard since September. I'm sorry. You got me the markers and everything. <laughs> Whiteboards have never worked for me. But Planners like, usually have not worked I got for me, a but... big, like, cal- I just never hung it up is the problem. I need it on the wall. It's like a big calendar one, and it has, like, like the whole month and oh, then yeah, like yeah. the week and then like a whole thing and I'm like I need this but I just been I always use my Google Calendar on my phone like I'm on my phone constantly so the Google Calendar technology seems to work yeah. really well for you where me like it cannot be technology like technology yeah. cannot be something that I can rely on yeah I'm like addicted to my phone so like things on my phone will like my phone doesn't me. seem real to me mm-hmm so I need like physical. I need to. Yeah, you were like away from it for so long, like looking for your phone. Like how? I'm, I lose my phone all the time. I, Literally, Brenna like is at the point long. where she just like laughs at me because I'm like, "Where's my phone?" Yeah, and then like, I like go ding, 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 and yeah. it's like I'm sitting on it. Yeah, I'm I'm bad with my technology, and I feel like this. I always see posts of people like I'm stepping away from social media. How? How are you stepping away from social media? Could never. People are like, "Oh, I deleted even Facebook. I don't even like Facebook. I could never delete it." <laughs> People deleting Instagram. I like. I, I hate. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. I hate Instagram. Hate Facebook. I'm not gonna delete it. <laughs> Fuck you, Zuck. Anyways, <laughs> we're not on his platform, so. Oh yeah. Are no. we? I don't know. No. No. <laughs> you can't kick us off. <laughs> um, how do you think that um, ADHD has impacted your, uh, like watering routine and repotting and how all that goes? It took me a while to learn because I've found that the, just feeling a pot, getting to know my plants and like mm-hmm. being able to feel them. It's, it's just physical because yeah, it's a I physical thing. Memory. It's so, it's so much more relatable to me where like a schedule would never work. Not that they do for normal people either. Not, no- not normal. Yeah. We don't use the N word. Um, normal but one thing that really helped me was a water gauge to learn to kind of get a feel for how quickly plants like actually absorb water and people Mm -hmm. shit on water gauges and Mm -hmm. i'm like no they are an instrumental tool Mm -hmm. to get to know your plants they shouldn't be the do-all end-all of like water yes water no Mm -hmm. no it should just be like okay you've been able to like stick this thing in the dirt and like see levels of moisture like you can see it go down and you kind of get to know it Mm -hmm. so that was that was a big thing for me it's like having more of like a physicality and like seeing the actual numbers and Mm -hmm. yeah especially when i have like really big pots that i can't pick up and feel the weight and i can't shove my whole hand down there to see if it's still (laughs) wet and the moisture meter is nice and helpful especially if it's not a type of plant that's going to look thirsty because um, those are the types of plants I do well with is plants that will talk to me basically and be like, hey, water me, bitch. 
Um, and like I just mentioned before we started recording, I don't have any ficus. I have like 200 plus houseplants and none of them are a ficus because that is a plant that doesn't look thirsty until it's on the brink of death. Yeah, it goes from totally fine to yellow. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I can't do that. I'm keeping my poinsettia alive though. And not that that's similar, but it's like a tree type of like thing to me, you know, like the way that it grows. Um, and I've just been watering it when it's dry, just not letting it get too dry. And I haven't lost any leaves on it or anything. I'm really proud of myself. But, um, the one thing that I feel has impacted like my plant care is just the way that I'm messy. Um, Mm. I have soil all over the place. I actually just like swept around the plant room the other day, but oh my God, the spills I feel like soil is your downfall and dead leaves are my downfall. Yeah, you just like, you literally, when we were in your room, just like took a dead leaf and threw it on the ground. I don't, like, I, I have a garbage in my room. Literally like, garbage within three feet and I pick off a dead leaf and I just put it somewhere. Yeah, it just Why like, don't I put it in the garbage? collecting on the shelves. It's wild. And like, I have to be like, put it, like, put it away, don't put it down. Put it away, don't mm-hmm. put it down. But I don't with plant leaves. I'm horrible. Even when I like... I'll tip over like a pot of Lekka or something and I'm like shit and I just kind of like gather it up and shove it in a corner. It's I bad. think the reason why I'm okay with dirt is because I'm always barefoot but I hate the feeling of dirt on my feet when I'm in the house. I'm one of those white people that walks around with shoes. My family, I, I grew up like that. I... But it's because we lived in the country and our house was always just like you had to have shoes on because like mm-hmm. just the inside got it was always dirty from like just like leaves my and mom dirt kept and... it very clean in our house so it was always um always clean i always joked to people that my mom's house kind of looks like an hgtv like setup like it looks like a staged home and that nobody lives there because it's so like pristine and like all of the there's like little to no knickknacks all over the place. The decor is very well thought out and it's almost like you don't want to touch anything. Not that anything looks like crazy, like valuable, expensive, like breakable, but it just all looks like it's meant to be there and not be moved. Yeah. So yeah, it's always been clean. So I'm always like, I hear my mom's voice in the back of my head, like, oh, you should really clean up that pile of dirt. <laughs> but keeping everything alive and clean is not realistic for me. It's a lot of houseplants and to be keeping it just pristine is not it's not gonna happen i've let go and it also it is harder for me too because it is like my bedroom where a majority of my plants live Mm -hmm. and so you're like i'm not living in a pile of dirt yeah and especially like with the having dirt on your feet you also don't have a whole lot of like walking room anyways there's not a lot of room exactly so it's like it's not (laughs) like i can be like avoid this little pile of dirt it's like you're walking through this pile of dirt whether you want to or not and i don't want to like slip into bed with dirt on my feet (laughs) that would not be cute (laughs) it happens but Yeah, it's not good. Um, and a lot of things or something you guys might relate to if you're listening is the idea of object permanence. Um, as ADHD people, we uh, if I don't see it, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. How many times have pe- you looked at old Facebook pictures, seen clothes that you had at one point, and you're like, I don't remember. Where that. did that go? To? I don't know. I've moved so many times that I've just lost like, oh, a same. bunch of crap. Like. And like I have friends come over all the time. Well, I used to. I don't, no one comes over anymore. But <laughs> people would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna like borrow the sweatshirt," and I'm like, "Okay, fine." 
Second they leave that door, that sweatshirt is no longer never, in the picture. It never existed. <laughs> um, so likewise, if there's a plant behind another plant and I don't see it for a while, it goes unnoticed. It goes unwatered. And then it dies. Yeah. I would say that is... I don't kill very many plants, but, but if I do, it's a 90% chance it's because it was behind something Yeah, else. I forgot about it. I didn't see it. Or it was tough to get to, and I just delayed. Oh, yeah, delayed like my top delayed. shelf plants? Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. Like, I don't feel like climbing up there to get it, and, and then you wait too long, and then it's dying. Do you remember when my Esqualito cutting, I put it, accidentally put it on my top shelf in the, what are, what is those little plastic trays that hold like eight nursery pots what what are those called pot trays i don't know but it was in a pot tray and it was really small and on the top shelf so i didn't see it left let it sit there for two weeks almost died a hundred dollar cutting that was like my pride and joy damn well i'm glad that now you've got a couple leaves now it's three leaves blessed be the fruit blessed be the fruit um yeah, there's been multiple plants lately that have died because I'm like, oh, damn, you exist. And now I remember. There you are. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, everything's got to be out and seen. Um, otherwise, it doesn't get taken care of at all. But it is what it is. Um, s- similarly, uh, I start a lot of projects and don't finish them. Oh my god. So I can't get too like ambitious with the plant stuff because like there's things I want to do really, but it's just so many it's either a lot of supplies that I gotta gather up or, or a lot of mess you have to clean up. Yeah. And like that's a lot of spoons, a lot of energy and like I feel like half the time I like get everything ready and I'm about to do it and then boom, I lost my motivation. Like in seconds it's gone. Oh my god. Yeah, it just disappears. Where'd you go? Like, I can't do any big projects because I start it and then like halfway through and it's like, if I were to stop right now, it'd be a a disaster to clean up. That's when I'm like, "Mm, I'm over it. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I used to do a lot of projects on TikTok and like little crafts and stuff. And I just, I don't even want to repot stuff. Like, it's too much. We were just looking at my plants and we were like, like, look at these roots. We should, I should repot this. And I'm like, I'll never repot this. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing damn well, this is going to sit here for several more months. Oops. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I needed to repot before winter that didn't get a repot. It is what it is. Plants want to live, okay? So many of my allocations. It's just roots. There's no dirt left in there. Yeah, if they want to live, they will. And if they don't, then that's really not my problem. (laughs) Survival of the Yeah, only the toughest survive up in here. That's how it works. But That's how we got through life. Yeah. We're just making it up as we go. I keep hearing the, like, uh, I keep moving Brandon's wine because this thing is, like, going, and I can hear it. Clink, clink. Do you hear it? At that time, I did. <laughs> um, me just, like, swatting things away from Brandon and, like, moving his microphone and stuff. Remember when I had, like, move your necklace or whatever when it was, like, when we had the old microphones? <laughs> just producing Brandon while, like, while we were doing it. But who's producing me? Me, I guess. I don't know. But what do I do? Probably not much. Well, Brandon's the like technology person, like setting up all this stuff. I like I don't even know what we're looking at on GarageBand. There's so many buttons. And 
understand things. I don't know what any of this means. What is a compressor? What is I don't know, reverb? Dude. I don't know what that is. So if you're a sound person, hit us up, but we're not going to pay you. I'm sorry. Maybe we can give you plants. You can be our intern that we pay in plants. <laughs> yeah. We can pay in cuttings and plants. But we work at nighttime, so hopefully you're available at 8 p.m. to, to midnight. <laughs> We should really should try and do this when we're medicated, you know, like not well, when it wears off. I was slightly medicated. <laughs> I don't remember what time I took my meds today or if I even did. I think I did. I'm trying to ration them a little bit because I have to re get them again from capsule. I'm now getting my medication delivered, everybody. Um, but I don't know how to get how to tell them that I need more. Oh. You know, I don't know. Well, is it like Walgreens where you press refill? I don't know. I got to go look at my email and see what, what I got to do. Also, Walgreens Pharmacy is the worst. They mess up my medication almost every time. Dang. Um, I switched from CVS to Hy-Vee. Um, it became more expensive by a little bit. It's only like $15 for my Adderall and anti- antidepressants. Uh, which is still a lot to me. $15? Like, why? <laughs> I don't know some people are fighting to get uh, their medication to be that much. Um, but you Well, know, remember when I... Uh, should be free. The Walgreens messed it up and they were like, oh, your meds... It was Wellbutrin. They are like, your Wellbutrin's going to be $500. And I was like, what? Uh, yeah, no. I would rather cry. Where do I got $500 laying around to prevent my tears? <laughs> no, thank you. That's a lot. Uh, do we think there's any positives to being a neurodivergent, neurodivergent plant parent? I like the way we view the world. Yeah. You, you know we click on like a very deep level about how we view the world, how we view mm-hmm. things, how we view people. Mm-hmm. And I am appreciative for that because I think if we didn't view things the way we did, I would hate us. Personally, <laughs> you would hate us. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a different uh, different world up there in our brains, but and we're trying to live here in this neurotypical world. I think it helps us be really realistic mm-hmm. and more. Not that we are. Not that we being neurodivergent. It's hard to live realistically, but I think it like makes us more cognizant of like just bullshit and just like we just see things how it is mm-hmm. where like we don't have a filter in how we process things mm-hmm. where people can be like hmm. you know like they're just like oh i'm like I'm, it's fine where we're like no nothing is fine <laughs> like i would sometimes ask uh my significant others or whatever at the time i would always be like what are you thinking about and they're like i don't know what do you mean? Do you mean you're not thinking about something at all times? Well, see, when people ask me that question, I go, I don't know, even though it's like constant. Just- yeah, it's the internal monologue is going all the time. It's loud. And Never ending. It's, yeah, it doesn't stop. There's- I will say thank God for Adderall because the, mo- the monologue has calmed for yeah. me. Yeah. By the way, people, we're not hearing voices. It's just if you'd like... The fact that some people, like, their thoughts, they don't, like, not that I hear them, but I can conceptualize what it sounds like, you know? I don't Mine know. Mine is just my voice constantly or, talking. 
do you like see things like you know when some people like when you think about an apple what do you see nothing i'm i'm an affant like i don't see anything it's black like when i close my eyes i can just see like that there's lights that's it well yeah like i don't close my eyes and see things but no like, that's the thing you're an affant what i like, i asked kyle i was like what do you see when you close your eyes he's like anything i want i see colors i see all these crazy patterns i can visualize anything that was his immediate response without me being like what? prefacing i just asked like, him but that. i can there's some people who like can't think of what an apple looks like, like. I, I know what an apple looks like yeah. and i can see like a flash of it like I, I like there's a flash of an apple i know it's red i know the gen little bit of the shape but I can't sit there and like visualize an apple. Like when they say picture yourself at the beach. I can. What's a beach? I don't know. What? Like I know what palm trees look like. I know what sand looks like. I know what the ocean looks like. I can like physically like feel myself. Like I know what it feels like to like put my toes in the sand. What a dream. Like, I have none of that. Th- Zero. I think that's how, what got me through not having McDonald's for two years is because <laughs> I could just think about what it tasted like and I would almost feel like I could <laughs> taste it. I'd be like, you know what? I, I would sit, I, me and Anita would do this because me and Anita were going to the gym together and stuff and we'd be like, oh, if you could have anything to eat right now, what would you get? And we would just sit and like dream about fast food and like talk about it because we could like, I could smell it. I could, I know the texture. I know exactly what it tastes like. And it'd almost be like, well, if I could think about it and I know what it tastes like, I probably don't need to eat it. Right. Like I got, I'm satisfied. <laughs> No clue. I don't know what a McDouble tastes like, and I've been to 31 McDonald's this year. <laughs> That's like my go-to right now. I'm a McDouble fiend. Like, I've been getting two at a time okay. now. Two McDoubles, and then you get you, you ask for packets of mayo. You don't ask them to put the mayo I on. I don't like mayo. You put mayo on your McDouble? Their mayo is so good. It's, it's not like normal mayo. It's white. It's not creamy colored. It's like white. Straight up white mayo. Like white, white ass out. mayo. I don't know what it is. It's so good. And so I get one. I get a packet of mayo, and I put half on each. So good. I don't like mayo. Well, I don't either. I'm not like a mayo. I'm not like, oh, I love mayo. But you know what? If you guys are making a grilled cheese, you better you put be it. Yeah, instead of butter. You better be putting mayo on that thing. <laughs> if you are having trouble, this is like, okay, this is just a life podcast now. If you're having trouble toasting your, like. The butter. It doesn't the butter. work. The butter burns. Yeah. Mayo does not burn as easily. Like you can still let it sit there and burn. Um, but yeah, if you're you want the perfect grilled cheese, you put mayo on. It's that so life changing. And you don't taste the mayo. It just yeah, makes no, it crispy. It you don't taste the mayo. Just if you're wondering, if you're not a mayo lover, I'm not a big mayo person. Anyways, <laughs> um, going back to like plants, um, I think what I love about like. The people who have like the giant jungles, those are the neurodivergent people. Like, cause we have the too much gene. We don't mm-hmm. know when to stop, and we're impulsive. Cause everything is everything is a priority. So you're like this new plant priority, this oh, cool new plant rush. priority, priority, dopamine. priority, priority. The dopamine girl. It's just running my life at this point. When there's none in your brain, you got to make it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> true. You got to get it your own way. Um, that's why I feel like 
I have to look for different ways to find joy and like get that shot of serotonin or whatever through my plants, like propagating them and giving them a new pot or something. So they look cute and new and I don't have to go and like buy a new plant and get that feeling. And I think that's why I like plants so much is because they're always evolving. Oh yeah. They always look a little bit Where different. Where all of my other hobbies that I've invested thousands of dollars in, <laughs> I give somewhere. up because they're just the same. So when I've, I've been having trouble like paying for crystals like I I've been buying crystals lately if you've been following me on Instagram you might see I've been like getting a little like rocks and stuff here and there but the thing is it's hard for me to invest in something that's not gonna grow that I can cut and trade off of you know because like, you just buy it and then it's there yeah you just buy it it's there that's how much like really you, what you're gonna bucks. move it around and be like oh it's cute on this windowsill it's cute in this plant yeah like, <laughs> um, it, it hurts me sometimes I'm like oh it's cute and sparkly but it's I could have gotten a plant <laughs> yeah I did like I well I like to buy I think I, I like to buy like technology type things like mm-hmm. these microphones and like the the lights because I can do things with them. And I like plants because they're always growing. They're always evolving. They're always changing. There's always new ones. And you can share. Yeah. Sharing is caring. And even, okay, so like I, lo- I love video games, but I get so bored of them. Oh, yeah. I buy a video game for 60 bucks and then I play it for a week and I'm like, oh, I'm sick of this. I'm so bored. It is crazy how plants like stuck with us because I can't tell me tell you how many hobbies I've gone through and just just left for dead. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Like the amount of like supplies I've gotten to like for any task or anything like i can't believe plants have stuck around how i it's, mean i think it's they're taking over the house it would be a lot of effort for us to get because a lot of, of hobbies them, you right? take out and then you put them away yeah you don't put your plants away yeah they're just there they're there for good i think most i've had heard that plant people like do plants for life it's not really something people get into for a little bit i it's something that people do for a really long time. Because I've, like, we've talked about this. Like, we've had plants for, like, a long, long time. And, like, for mm-hmm. a while, I was just, like, killing them. But now I'm, like, now that I've figured it out, like, I I mean, I don't plan on having children. But I want my children to have this monstera when it's 100 years old. Yeah, you want that fair family heirloom plant. Like, the fact that some people are, like, hey, this is my grandma's Christmas cactus. And it's her so mom cool. gave it to her. Like, this plant is over 100 years old. That's just crazy to me. It's special. I like I wish it. I had that. My mom was very into plants, and apparently my grandma was, too. But My grandma's a gardener. By the time I came around, I there were... I think she does any indoor planting, my grandma. They have a lot of, like, they, because they're in North Dakota, like, kind of in the middle of nowhere-ish. Uh, so they grow a lot of their own food, you know, um, which we should be doing. Uh, I do want to get into that. I'm just yeah. so bad at watering something every day. When do you have something, when do you have to do something every day? I know. Like, I, I've already used all my spoons from brushing my teeth, showering, sleeping, and breathing. Yeah, like, I don't even water plants every day. I don't. Couldn't. Like, I, I couldn't. Like, yeah. those couple that I watered today were only because they were, like, on the brink of death. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was, would have waited two days before I... Yeah, like, when I was sick for a whole week, I was... I didn't have the energy to walk in there. Like, I would go in there and turn my grow lights off and on, and I didn't do anything else. I, was, I didn't water anything. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. I didn't have the energy. I needed to be laying down all the time. 
I'm like, I'm going to go take a bath now. You were really out of it. That was that was rough. It was not fun. My whole body hurt. It was just meh. Not cool. Um, but we're all good now. I still have a little bit of the sniffles and a little bit of a cough. But it's all good. We're fine. You didn't even have COVID. I didn't even have COVID. I really don't <laughs> want to get it. After all this time, it's 2022. And I still haven't gotten COVID. And like so many people I know had it. I don't My parents didn't have it. I didn't have it. But like you had it and Anita had it. And like when you both got it, I was like, dude, those are my closest friends. Because she got it and then I got it. And yeah. then you saw me when I had it. Yeah. I literally, yeah, I was like near you. Um, like we <laughs> hugged. I was like, I can't tell you how many times I thought about that side, <laughs> the side hug we did. I was replaying it in my head. I was like, oh my God, what if I'm going to kill my mom because I <laughs> this is not good. Uh, but it turned out to be okay. Uh, no, like when 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 I like found out, like I had that like wave of like Ugh. every si- like when you're like every single person you saw, and it's like oh no, I'm like literally with Sam. They don't do like contact tracing like they used to now. I mean, co- COVID numbers are through the roof. And remember how we used to have to like call every place you went? Oh yeah, we don't do that anymore. I guess what the heck? Why not? I don't get it. Apparently they're supposed to, they're trying to send N95 masks to like everybody. Can we get a stimulus check? <laughs> can, can we get another one of those? <laughs> I ran out of the last, shockingly, shockingly I know I ran out of the money from the last stimulus check. I know, <laughs> I, know I don't know how I blew through it so fast, but I did. <laughs> By the way, I only got one of them. I don't know how many they sent out. Two. Yeah, I only got one. Because remember how they like screwed over a bunch of college students that were like oh, claimed yeah, as dependent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you didn't was, get the first one. That was me. And the thing is, because I'm like then over 18, they didn't give my mom the extra money for having me as a dependent. So just nobody gets the money. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Moving on. Um, thanks for sticking with us, you guys. <laughs> uh, we, we record all in one take. So. Yeah, Who we've we've gotten over the happen. editing. We can't we can't be bothered. No, yeah, the fact that it's going up with like sound <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, we can't be editing. It's just not going to work. No. But do we have any advice for ADHD plant parents? Like what, like that stuff that we talked about, where like this is better advice to give than like the latter. What's the good advice? I think my number one piece of advice is knowing your limits and like knowing. Like, just being cognizant of, like, what is realistic versus what is dopamine chasing. Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to be able to take care of this? Is this going to get out of hand too quickly? Am I going to be able to water this thing enough? Like, there's just certain plants that I know I have to stay away from because I just killed them over and over yeah. again. Like, my sensitive plant. I want a sensitive plant so bad. Same. Nope. And Kill I've them. killed three sensitive plants. And I think it's too. I think it's a thing too. Like I obviously, keep them alive longer each time. Well, that's good. That's good. They, they make it longer, but they eventually go. But I think it's more of like uh, you have to be a plant person. Either way, if you're neurotypical or neurodivergent, and I think we're plant people mm-hmm. and we're neurodivergent, so like we can dive into it and like recover. Where a lot of people dive into it and they can't recover. I feel you. I think people get overwhelmed a little too easily. It's not that serious. The plants forgive you. It's okay. Um, 
just the people that are like, oh, I could never keep a plant alive. Like, do you know how many I've killed? Like, I, I'm not out here, like, not killing plants. <laughs> That's not going to not gonna happen. I'm probably going to kill plants until I die, you know? Yeah. That's just what it is, especially with, like, pests and stuff. So, f- you know. S- you, you we just, talked about this last episode, yeah. but the damn spider mites. You just need. Nicole found, like, spider mites on, like, three more of my plants today. I cool, know. Cool, Every cool. time I pick up Brandon's <laughs> plants, I'll, like, find. I found of- some on the <laughs> string of hearts, and he's like, what are you, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, there was one plant she picked up. I'm like, don't even, no, no don't tell me. And, yeah, lo and behold, I had spider mites. <laughs> They're out to play, and they're not—they're not holding back this year. Um, but I'd rather have mites than thrips, I guess. I don't know. Mites can't fly. Well, they can if they hit the right type of wind. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> they can fly through the air on a gust of wind. Um, but they're a little bit easier to see and catch right away. The thrips will go undetected for a good while, and it's scary. Um, a lot of my plants lately that I've been catching with the thrips. I've been noticing the damage before noticing any of the buggies. Oh, all. yeah. It's... Almost every time. I mean, I haven't had thrips bad. Again, knock on wood. But I notice the damage much quicker than I do the uh, actual thrips themselves. Yeah, the buggies, they're just... Ugh. They're brutal. I can't handle it. Um, advice that I have, I feel like... Um, going off of Brandon, just being aware of like when it's too much, um, because I've said this a lot of times before, but it's hard to know when it's too much until there's plants dying left and right. So I would just not be too hard on yourself. Make sure you can see everything. Make sure it's in an area that you go to a lot. Like if you have a spare bedroom that you never use and you put a plant in there, maybe that's not such a good idea. I did have one in the spare bedroom at did not do well. And you forgot about it. Oops. <laughs> and it's literally right next to your room. Like you'd think it would be easy, but literally if it's not in in a traffic area for you or you're going almost daily, you're really probably going to forget about it, unfortunately. Um, and if worse comes to worse, just stick it outside if you're able to, if it's nice out. <laughs> I will say that is my biggest set of advice. If you can put a plant outside, it will thrive. Mm-hmm. If you remember to water it. <laughs> feel like like were you watering your plants like every other day out there when it was super when it got super warm out well i was watering them more often than i was originally but now i this winter it's so dry mm-hmm. i water my plants every three days i'm like you yeah you motherfuckers i only, I only used to have to water you once a week yeah it's funny because um we always tell people like oh you're not gonna have to water as much in the winter but when you think about it like we're turning the heat on in the house uh, some plants might be drying out faster in the winter, especially if you're adding heat mats. Like I definitely have plants that I'm are. watering all the time. My syngoniums, I'm always running against the clock with those things, trying to water them before they start yellowing up all over the place. Especially if it's like a syngonium that doesn't have a lot of leaves. I'm really cautious with like my mojito because every leaf matters to me there's some like my confetti like she's nice and full she could maybe lose a couple and i won't care but like there's some that they need to hang on to everyone everyone means something well my aria that i have in leka i let the leka dry out <laughs> uh, that's what i did with my capria i got dry oh, no. rot yeah my two big caprias are bye-bye what yeah both of them <laughs> what yeah i was really sad 
Mm-hmm. Both of the big guys are Dunsies. <sighs> My mind is. I, I'm really sad about it. Kupria and Aslani are the only two allocations I actually really want that I don't have yet. I have a bunch of baby Caprias now. And I think I have some Chantrerii, Chantreries, whatever they're called, growing as well. I think they're my mystery uh, ones that I couldn't figure out. <laughs> I think. But someone messaged me the other day and they're like, hey, how's the whatever bulb I gave you? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, so that could, I could be like, someone literally was like, how's the Aslani eye? I don't recall ever having an Aslani eye. Like, I think <laughs> I would remember that. I think I'd remember that. Maybe not. I don't know. Sometimes people would be like, what's, what's going on with this one? What? <laughs> yeah. You're, Beats you're, me. you're trading in and out. You've just got so many things. Well, especially like some people will like send like extras along with the trades too. And I don't really register in my mind that I traded for that. So I'll forget certain things I got from Cause people. It, it, Cause it's not like written down. Yeah. Unquote. It's not like in my head I was like, yeah, I'm going to be trading this for that. I'm going to be trading this for that. And then they like send another thing with it. I it, like my, it's floating in my brain, like not knowing where it came from. Um, I have a bunch of actually bulbs that I think are sitting around waiting to be planted. Cause that's, what's nice about alocasias is like, you can take them out and if you need to replant the bulb, like it can sit there for a little bit and wait. Except I, sometimes I all my alocasias need to be repotted. I'm very excited to pull up the corms. That's exciting. I want to repot my, uh, stingray cause I want a bunch of stingray babies. No. That would be fun. That's going to get a bunch of spider mites. They've been coming for my stingray, finally. And because that one's one of those that's like any plant that has like a shapely leaf that's kind of cupping upwards or downwards. Oh, they're like, hello. Oh, here we yeah, are. They love it. Like the tiny <laughs> dancers, the allocation tiny dancer. I won't do it. It is a spider mite trap because of like the way the leaves are like. Well, like my upwards. Bambino, it has all these like little dip it cups mm-hmm. everywhere oh my god and the they like, love poly, that little... the amazonica like how they're like wavy on the sides they just like, love that yeah the mites come out <laughs> i can't handle it ah. well should we wrap this one up have you guys had enough of us this time yes we should but first let's read a review oh we forgot to last episode well we but... mentioned the four star one that was our call and out. also four star <laughs> review let me find it really quick you're not gonna read it's it mars 33 me i really hope you stuck through and got to this point where we have these new mics and hopefully it's not abrasive we really appreciate your feedback and we're making improvements <laughs> <laughs> Our egos are so, so bruised. Please change your change your review to a five star. <laughs> five stars, okay? Thank you. <laughs> are you reading that? I love how Brandon like decides to do this, and I have to stall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, so this one was actually two days. This was back in October. This was two days before the four star review. <laughs> Great. Okay, so this is. <laughs> oh no! This is this is from basketball is my passion. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, and I will say basketball is my passion. You may not have picked your username because I didn't pick my podcast username either. And when I reviewed Boozy Botanical, I was like, just so you guys know, this is me. I don't know where that weird username came from. 
Um, but anyway, it says, be prepared to laugh. It says, I adore this podcast. Nicole and Brandon are my favorite TikTokers and planty content creators. So when they started a podcast, I binged the whole thing. I have yet to zone out or be bored. They're so unintentionally hilarious. I love that. (laughs) My only note is that they should be more confident. And the content they create is amazing. And we love them. Oh, my God. You're going to make me cry. These two are so kind and answer all the planty questions. Aw. We try our best. What a what a treat! Thank you. We love you, basketball. It's my passion. <laughs> <laughs> I got a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> Anyone who gets that Vine reference, I love you. <laughs> uh, where can people find you, Brandon Bennett? <laughs> I'm gonna start calling you that, Brandon Bennett. Be Ben. Be Ben. Um, you. <laughs> Be Ben the basketball boy. <laughs> I wanted to be a basketball boy. I just was not good at basketball (laughs) i quit every sport i actually my parents will tell you this uh when i tried soccer i was literally picking dandelions in the back of the field i was picking dandelions every soccer i was always meant to be play a parent every soccer game i went to i hated halftime because they like fed you oranges and i hated oranges (laughs) and then i was like i just want to be done i looked forward to softball because that means like men i get to chew gum I'm like, yay, I get to chew. They just passed out gum at softball games. No, my dad would stop like at the gas station on the way. Um, I don't know. I would just look forward to it. I'm like, dopamine, yay, gum. <laughs> so sad. Where can people find you? Brandon Bennett. I Okay, I will say one of your strengths is keeping us on task. I do? I am so bad at it. You are good at it. You can Thank roll you. back to a topic, but anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, you can find me at TikTok and Instagram at BR underscore Anaconda, Burr Anaconda. Um, you can find my business at monsterplant.co, Instagram, and uh, website. Mm-hmm. You can find my YouTube, Brandon Botanical. Hopefully, we'll get some new sh- stuff on there. Um, and that's it, I think. Yeah. Dead air. <laughs> Where can they find you? Thank dear? you for asking. You never ask me, and I, I try, but you no. usually just start talking away before I can. <laughs> I can't wait for the awkward silence. I can't. Anyways, um, like I mentioned in the last episode, I have changed my username on TikTok and Instagram. They are now both. Nicole Larson grows. And oh my god, do you see that on the screen, Brandon? What? Our oh. music is ah! about to come in. Oh my god. I can hear it. <laughs> hey. Our music is coming in. And we are on our way out. This is two podcasts in a row where we hit the mark. Oh, we got all the way to the end. <laughs> I hope you have a fabulous week. Um, if you want to sponsor us, hit us up. We need money. Um, and I hope we have a good week. I hope you guys have a good week, too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>